Hi, I'm Logan, and this is Living with an Alcoholic, the podcast that, well, talks about living with an alcoholic or an addict and the struggles you encounter and the best way to make it through with your sanity still intact. These are my stories, the things I've learned along the way, and how the program of Al-Anon has helped me. I hope this helps you too. Welcome. I uh, know it's been a while. I haven't really been in a place where I wanted to record a podcast. I, uh, I did find a new job, in case anybody was wondering. I'm doing something similar. Pay wasn't that much different. I'm getting by. So I'm doing okay. My fiance is still sober, still doing wonderful. Life is, is good. We've had a couple spells where he's been a dry drunk. And that's always a struggle. The attitude, the selfishness, the just overall lack of care for anybody but themselves. But we've made it through. We've made it through because we both want to. I haven't lost my temper and he hasn't picked up a drink. So life is good. Life is really good. But it threw me a curveball. I uh, know that alcoholism, addiction, they're cunning, baffling, and powerful diseases. I know that. I know that when an alcoholic or an addict is desperate, they will do desperate, insane things, and they will push boundaries, and anytime you tell them no, they will push back with but why? And things that should be common boundaries for just normal things. They will still go past those. They will still do things that are against normalcy. They will do whatever it takes to make themselves better. And to have a better situation and be able to continue living the life that they're used to living. And I found this out the hard way a couple weeks ago. I've talked about it before. My mother is an addict. And I, I think possibly she's dry. Maybe she's dry. I, I, I don't know. I don't have a single clue whether my mother is using drugs or drinking alcohol. I don't know. It's not within my hula hoop, which means it's not something that I care about. It's not something that I need to know about. It's not within my control. Um, The only thing within that hula hoop that I have is me. The only person I can control is me. And I've left my mother to that. I've left my mother be who she is and not bring me down, not call me up and tell me that I'm a bad mother, not rule my life, not tell me how to spend my money, not tell me how to wash my hair, not tell me how to 
what job to take, what job not to take. I, I haven't let my mother control my life like she used to. I put a boundary up. I put a boundary up and I said no. I said I can't do it. My mother lived with us for a while and it was hell. She tried to make me feel guilty as a parent. She tried to make me feel guilty as a daughter when I did the best I could. But it was never good enough. The best was never good enough for her. And so my mother left here, not on great terms. But she left here. And I haven't really spoken to her. And I'm okay not speaking to her. It hurts. But my mother is also the person who called me and told me she was coming to take my car from me because the neighbor had hit it. And I didn't know how to handle the situation. I didn't deserve the car. My mother's also the person who told me I didn't deserve my kids. That maybe I just wasn't meant to be a mother. That I didn't know what I was doing. My mother's that person in my life. That person who tells me I don't know what I'm doing. And for a long time, I let my mother tell me those things and I believed her. She's the alcoholic who tells you, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with my drinking. It's totally normal. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm totally normal. But my mom, my mom is, is, is not okay. She's not the type of person that is okay. She, she can't take care of herself. She has no clue how to do anything without everybody else doing it for her or without her telling everybody else how to do it for her. She's not healthy. She's not healthy in any sense of the way. She, um, and she doesn't like to be told no. She thinks that everybody's out to get her when they tell her no. That she's entitled to things. And, and she's not a great person. At least not to me, she's not. And maybe, maybe to other people in her life, she's the most amazing person in the world. But the way she treated me the way she told me I didn't deserve things. The way she told me that I wasn't good enough does not make her okay to be in my life. So I set a boundary. I didn't want my mother in my life. I didn't want my mother as part of my life. So my mother stepped past that boundary and if she wanted to see my kids, she would call my ex-husband. My mother would call my ex-husband to see my kids. And I let that go. I, I let it go and I let it not bother me because it just was what it was. It was better than arguing with him. It was better than arguing with her. It was better than setting that boundary that 
she, if she wanted to spend time with them, needed to contact me. Because to be honest, I didn't want to talk to my mother. I didn't want to have a relationship with my mother. I still don't want to have a relationship with my mother because my mother doesn't think she's ever done anything wrong in her entire life. My mother has been homeless for the last two years. She's bounced from couch to couch, from relative to friend to relative to friend, and has had no income, no ability to take care of herself. And the only way she's taken care of herself is manipulated and taken from everybody else. And so she did that. And she did that to me, and I cut her off. And so life was going along smoothly. And my mom was using yet another relative. She was staying with my sister, who is also not a healthy person. But that's another time, another podcast, another life. My mom was living with her. And they were living fine, from what I understood. There was no issues. But I guess my mother pushed too far. And my sister apparently kicked her out. Which didn't surprise me. Because they were two peas in a pod. They were both manipulative and used people to get what they wanted. And treated people like crap. Both my mother and my sister have had nerve to tell me I don't deserve my kids. My sister had nerve to try to get me evicted from my home, to try to lose my job, to try to lose my kids, to try to lose everything in my life that I've worked so hard to earn. My sister tried to ruin it all. So my sister's not a healthy person. And my mother lived with her. Two unhealthy people living together. And my mother would see my kids through my ex-husband. And I didn't let it bother me. It didn't bother me. Because I know my oldest son needs her. She's about the only person that he listens to. She's the only person who lets him get away with his bad behavior. And she thinks his bad behavior is okay. And again, that's not something I can control. It's not anything I can control. I can't control the fact that my mother picked up the phone and had a relationship with my ex-husband where she would see my kids on his time. I can't control that. So I let it go. I let life go. And I went, went about my life. I went about having this normal, happy, working on being healthy life. And then I talked to my dad a couple weeks ago. My sister had kicked my mother out. My mother had nowhere to go again. But she did. 
she found somewhere to go. My mother went to live with my ex-husband. See, life is a little crazy when you're dealing with an alcoholic and an addict. They will do anything to make their life comfortable. They don't want consequences, and if somebody can stop them from having the consequences, then they will take it, and they will run with it, and they will be happy, and they will manipulate and use that person however the hell they want, no matter what they want. And my mother chose my ex-husband to use. My mother chose to live with a man who beat and raped me. And she's still living there. And she will until he kicks her out. Until she has nowhere else to go again. And to be honest, I don't know where she'll go after that. I honestly don't. But it's not my problem. It's not. It's, it's, it's not my problem. I, I can't have somebody in my life who's going to tell me I don't deserve things. I can't have somebody in my life who's going to tell me I am bad at doing certain things. I am doing something wrong because it's not their way to do it. I can't have that in my life. My mother's sick. My mother is an addict. It's okay to tell the addict no. It's okay to cut the addict in your life out. It's okay to say, I can't handle this. And to put that boundary down and say, no, you're not going to be a part of my life because you don't need the chaos. I didn't need the chaos she brought. And she brought it like it was a F5 fucking tornado. It's okay. It's okay to say no. I had to. I had to say no to my own mother. Now... You may be listening to this and thinking, but it's your mother. Did you hear me? It's okay to say no. Say no. No is a complete sentence. If you don't want to do something, if you don't like something, say no. I don't like that. It's not going to happen. Say no. I can't do that. It's not going to happen. It's okay to say no. No is a complete sentence, you guys. I know that sounds crazy. I sound a little crazy for saying it. But I've had to say no. I've had to give people in my life those hard choices. You can choose to continue to behave the way you're behaving or you can choose to get out of my life. I've had to give that. 
And if they choose to continue to behave the way they're behaving that I don't like, and they want out of my life, then get out of my life. I don't need insanity. I don't need chaos. I don't need a tornado ripping through my life. I don't need that. What I need is serenity and peace and to be better, healthier, smarter. I need somebody who's not going to control me. Who's not going to tell me I'm a bad mother. Who's not going to tell me I don't deserve something just because I'm not doing it the way they like So I said no. I said no to my mother. It's okay to say no. It's okay to tell your alcoholic or your addict no. Go get me beer. No. Take me to go get beer. No. If they want it, they'll go get it themselves. It's okay to say no, you're not taking the car. It's okay to say, no, I'm not taking you for beer. I'm not taking you for alcohol. I'm not taking you to go buy drugs. I'm not taking you anywhere. No. It's okay to say, no, you can't treat me like that. No, you can't tell me I'm stupid and I'm ugly. No, you can't tell me I'm a bad mother. Say no. N-O period. No. I know it's a hard, hard word to use. You're not used to it. You're used to doing everything that makes everybody happy. I would lay over and take the crap from my mother and my ex-husband over and over and over again. I would lay there and just say, okay, okay, okay. And when I stood up and said, no, nobody liked it. That's too fucking bad. It's too bad. <clears throat> the truth is, I'm not living my life like that. No is a complete sentence that I'm going to use whenever the hell I feel like it, whenever the hell I need it. And I'm going to use it and be okay saying no. I'm not going to feel sorry for saying no. I'm not going to feel sorry for somebody who's made a bed of chaos. I can't. The only thing I can do is set boundaries. Set those boundaries and say the word no. I know this probably wasn't what you guys were expecting for a first episode back, but I had some stuff I needed to get off my chest. Hopefully you'll listen. If you did listen, thank you. Keep coming back. I'm getting a little better mentally. I'm in a better headspace. I'm going to start trying to record these again at least every other week. We'll see how it goes.
keep coming back. Don't give up on me yet. Don't give up on yourself. And remember, no is the complete sentence. And oh, period. It's just that simple.